listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome to Grave Discussions. I'm your host, Barnabas. And I am your co-host, Samael. Welcome to a special episode, episode number 78, A Scary Good Time. And who's our special guest? Yeah, we're sitting here today in this very special 78th episode with none other than Luke Castle. Hi, Luke. What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm a little uh, woozy. <laughs> You're at the dentist earlier. Yes, so you told I me. was at the dentist <laughs> earlier, and I'm still recovering from yeah. drugs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, sounds like we're all having a fun Thursday evening. We hope you are two Fright fans. We've got a cool episode lined up for you. We're going to be talking with Luke, uh, who is the president of the Royal Star Arts Institute. And just in time for the greatest month of the year, October, uh, and just before the greatest holiday, Halloween, we've got a cool event going on that we're going to talk about and just various other things. Uh, first of all, real quick, just wanted to give a shout out to our host network, Sports Radio Detroit. Yes, and you can find them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look up SRD Sports Radio Detroit. That's SRD Sports Radio Detroit. Or you can visit sportsradiodetroit.com mm-hmm. and you can find them there. And remember, we're not Detroit Sports Radio. Exactly. So... Let's just pretty much jump right into it. Luke, uh, glad to have you on the show, of course. Thanks. And um, yeah, what are we going to talk about today? That's up to you. (laughs) So I'm here to answer your question. Everything. All right, great. So uh, we've actually got uh, a pretty cool event coming up for filmmakers primarily, but really just anybody kind of interested in the business or uh, who's already like in the industry and wants to find work and connect with people. Um, and that's happening uh, this coming Tuesday, October 8th. Yes, I'm going to agree with you. Yes. Because you're looking <laughs> at your phone and I am not. I am. So uh, there's going to be a Royal Star Filmmaker Halloween Party slash Mixer at uh, Fifth Avenue in Royal Oak. Which is a new location. So if you are used to going to Hamlin Corner or Imagine for the year before, we are now moving to Fifth Avenue. You should ask me why. Why are you moving to Fifth <laughs> Avenue? <laughs> um, we're outgrowing our venue. If you've been there the last couple of months, the venue is getting a little tight. We love Hamlin Corner, and we're con- going to continue to do some different programming. But as far as the mixer, mm-hmm. the mixer itself needs to find a new home again. So this is the second time we're moving okay? because we keep outgrowing our venues, which is a good thing. That means we have a very strong film. That's awesome maker community here that is really interested in making uh movies and short films and mm-hmm. makeup and all that good stuff yeah despite you know losing out on the tax incentives uh there's still a thriving community of which you and i are both uh, a part of yeah. right now and um you with the royal star arts institute and the film festival mm-hmm. uh which you can definitely expand on a bit more um, Castleheart, I do that too. Yeah, and that as well, which is and new. you, we've worked together actually because yeah. you were part of Clean Slate Productions. Yes, which is a group of wonderful guys that make 
really cool short films and uh they've made some commercials i've seen i saw your car- mm-hmm. soccer commercial mm-hmm. uh, i've worked with you actually on what we've liked to call now pew pew yes <laughs> pew pew 313 pew, pew lasers, oh. yes. um so that was that was actually a lot of fun and working with you was actually a lot of fun because that's the first time i think i've ever got to work with you mm-hmm. and your particular job on set mm-hmm. is second ad right which works with my job pretty closely mm-hmm. which is unit production manager and then my new assistant came on that same day, and that was her first time also working as uh, at the production office. So that yep. was a lot of fun. It was good. I want to make another movie like that, but just not with them. Can I say that? <laughs> you, you like with say, you guys were you awesome. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. I want it to want. be my money or something, or somebody else's For money sure. that, I don't know. I just want to make another thing. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. looking at it. Me too, me too. No, it was fun. We both kind of were able to take the reins, but do it together. And then Sam, I mean, you have so many ideas for movies i have a lot and write that shit down I mean, can i say shit yeah you can, shit okay? you can say, you can say fuck anything shit you, you can say write that shit down man yes. there we go the I greatest did. thing that i did in film school was i carried around this little journal in my back pocket and i just started writing everything down like anytime i went on a date i just like this is what happened or anytime i had a dream this is what happened or anytime i had an idea for a movie i'd write that down mm-hmm. and now i go back to it because i had some really great ideas yeah because you're just going to get older and your ideas are just be like, what? Mm-hmm. Dude, you can find online where you can actually submit these like ideas and not even just the script, just like the premise. People will send you like if they enjoy it anywhere from like 25 to 50K oh, and yeah. they try to make it into like a feature film. They just pay you off. Yeah. Okay, oh, I got journals of those. Like that, yeah. Dude, you can become, <laughs> yeah. first you can become rich off selling houses, now selling yeah. ideas. Yeah. You could be the next Stephen King with his, you know, Pocketbook of without ideas the alcohol, as well. You know? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I've become a Don't Stephen King fan recently. Hey, you know what? I mean, we did the the podcasting panel together yeah. where you actually went into a lot of you know your background in with your podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said that you were recently getting into horror yes. as well. Yes, I, have, I have steered clear yeah. of like two genres. <laughs> okay. And that's horror. Especially mm-hmm. gro- gross, like over the top, bloody horror. Yeah, I don't, I don't. But mostly that. just any horror at this point, mm-hmm. any kind of scary horror, and um, movies like uh, the Third Kind. Oh, so the like Fourth Kind. Uh, is it the Fourth? Yeah, kind? It's the fourth yeah, with the Sorry, some number and ET, like just <laughs> yeah. weird alien movies. I mm-hmm. stay away from although, like Alien. Oddly enough, I like which is both an alien movie yeah. and a horror movie. But <laughs> right. I'm just like, oh, because I like sci-fi. Yeah. Like, that's my thing. I don't oh, know. Then you need to watch The Thing. Oh, there's so I, many. I want to watch The Thing. Dude, and you have I to. just got into horror because mm-hmm. of Kylie, who who now works okay. as my assistant. Mm-hmm. She's like, you, sh- you have to try it. I'm like, all right. And I watched. And she took me to watch a, a kitty horror movie, which was. Uh, scary Stories. Scary Stories. Okay. I loved that when I was a kid. <laughs> Did it get you? I liked it. Okay. Cool. Like, I'm like, oh, this is enjoyable. She's like, well, then you should watch it. Because mm-hmm. she knew it was like the movie. Like, if there's a movie that I'm absolutely scared of, oh, yeah. it was it as a kid. Because I fucking hate clowns yeah, I, I don't and i absolutely became obsessed as we found out on the podcast that we were on together yeah that i sort of dug in and started to look at like the the backstory between of the characters and how it all works together and then i got to see it too the, mm-hmm. like the day before my festival started i'm like let's go to the movies and yeah. we did and it was i love it oh it's exciting i mean just i uh, I'm going to say, don't get your hopes up that every horror movie is going to be like that. No, and I I watched another one in between and a lot. I think it's called Hereditary. 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 Yeah. And that was absolutely horrible. (laughs) Like, I wasn't even scared. There was no jump scares in it. It It's just. We we did like it. 
We liked it. I just didn't like it. But um, it is a very divisive film. It has a lot of like underlying messages yeah. and like does it? Th- it's not. There's mm-hmm. no like exposition through yeah. like the background. Well, there's all the exposition at the end, like the very last paragraph that's spoken by one of the characters. But throughout the movie, you see little hints as to like what's going on. Really? Yeah, with just the background mm-hmm. and stuff. That's the one. Can we? We're allowed to give away movies. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's sure. the one where you find out like that person's becoming the devil or something like that. Yeah, he's becoming yeah. A, a the vessel for a demon because. His old grandmother's friend tried to like boot him out of his own body by making him like unconsciously go through like this ritual. And apparently the little girl died because of like she basically wanted a male body. So in 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 the in a universal sense, in a occultist sense, like what was supposed to happen happened. He didn't like being in a girl's body, the demon. So he kind of got himself beheaded by a street pole to enter into yeah. her brother. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I hated it. <laughs> there's there's like I wasn't even scared either. Yeah. I guess that's what it was. Insidious we were, Kylie scary, was there, and sure. I think Nicole, who's the vice president, we watched it at her house, mm. and I was just like, eh. it's definitely a different experience in the theater for sure. And that's what I, I wanted like, to say. Dude, yeah, uh, yeah, because it it did freak. I mean, like I left it kind of divided as well, but it was definitely a lot creepier. I would say in the movie theater, and that's one of the things about horror. I think. It's probably one of the better genres. If you see a good horror movie in the theater, it's a great experience, you know, as long as you don't have any like dickhead audience yeah, members absolutely. as Which well. We did but for the no movie is good with that unless you're at like Rocky Horror or something like that. Right. But, you know, also um, the horror community is probably like the most passionate and outspoken out of any genre. I mean, I don't really see too many, you know, communities or uh, forums of people, with, you know, in the comedy you know movie fan or anything like, like that we fucking yeah. love mission yeah. impossible like there's people so, out there like that but thank god they're not on the forums fuck yeah. so i mean horror with how creative and how uh how it evolves and everything like that you know is definitely um kind of an easier thing to get into because of all the support around it mm-hmm. but it's definitely not for everybody but it, i'm glad that you're uh getting into I'm getting it into, I, you know yeah. I, I like horror films with story that yeah. makes sense to me so it was good I think I'm going to revisit Cabin in the Woods. I liked Cabin in the Woods even before I, you know, I came to horror recently. I think I'm just a Joss Whedon fan. Like, I'll yeah. just watch whatever he makes. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I liked Cabin in the Woods. I like that it's, I feel like it was made for the fan of horror. Mm-hmm. It is, because yeah. Because he's really on the nose with that. Um, and even though I wasn't then a horror fan, I could appreciate that. Um, I think I want to watch it now. To see what I would think now that I'm starting to get into horror films. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for really good horror films now that have a really good in-depth story. Where I like going back to Hereditary. Hereditary. Yep. I don't feel like that was really well done versus a movie like it that had its world really fleshed out. Yeah. Even behind the scenes, you could outside of the the movie itself, you can go and look stuff up and be like, oh, this is yeah. this is a whole world that mm-hmm. I can sort of obsess over. For all long time, exactly. Which I think I like. Yeah, I like those kind of. It's going to derive a much larger fan base than Hereditary yeah. anyway, because of like. Yeah, it's Stephen it, King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the source I material mean, helps for sure. Um, I'm looking for, and if you guys have, I'll send you a whole. Either list. of you have really good story based ones, mm-hmm. or like even if your audience does, I'm you know my emails out there, dude. Mm-hmm. Fucking Shutter Island, The Woman in Black. I like Shutter Island a lot. Too. I love that. Is that a horror? You know, psychological thriller, it falls into the same category. Shutter Island was really confusing to me. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, 
20 minutes in, I looked over at my roommate at the time. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. And everything <laughs> happened. <laughs> nice. You're a prophet. I'm just like, this is what's going to happen. Some movies can be a little but bit. I liked it. Predictable. Yeah, it was good. So now that we've kind of established that you're beginning to get more into horror. Yeah, I'm a new um, Yeah, but it's totally fine. You, you, you learn and you grow and you watch more yeah. movies and you get freaked out. And, you know, then suddenly you're a hardcore fan. But, um, you know, as far as your role in the Royal Star Arts Institute. Oh, yeah, I do that thing, too. You do do that I thing do. as well. I'm so let's talk about that. I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously you love movies. Yeah, how, how did you? They're, they're pretty cool. How did you take over as president of that? And what are you guys kind of doing with that uh, organization? Well, what was it? About four or five years ago, uh, a couple of gentlemen in Royal Oak came together by the name of Gene Meadows and Larry Cantor. And Larry was a big film fan, and he had wrote a couple of scripts, I think, at the time. And I think he'd worked on a couple of films, like some, you know, hobby projects or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Gene Meadows is amazing architectural photographer. I don't know. He's showing the DIA and Cranbrook and all over. Um, great guys. And uh, they gave me a call. Uh, actually, yeah, Gene gave me a call. And after a couple of months, I, you know, we talked it out and decided we want to start a film festival. So there's four or five of us that founded the Royal Star Arts Institute. I think it was 2015-ish. I believe so, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, so there was a couple presidents before me, and then one day I just sort of became president because I was one of the original founders and had all these ideas, and I kept talking, and that's 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 what you don't want to do if you want more responsibility. If you don't want responsibility, you just stop talking. But uh, I didn't. Nobody yeah. told me that, and I kept talking, and all of a sudden I'm president, and I'm just like, well, I did something wrong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so but- now I'm president. But but you are passionate about I it. I love obviously. it. I, I really do. Um, it, it's it's always a lot of work, and anything worth doing is going to be a lot of work. Whether that is a film festival or your passion project, a film or a podcast, mm-hmm. anything you put your time into, and it's it doesn't happen overnight. And that's some one of the things I talk about at the mixers when people come up and talk to me about their projects is that you have to have that resilience and that stay and that consistency. Because if it was easy, we'd all do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Smith has an amazing quote about that. And it, it goes something like, um, the thing of the, this, this thing that we do, filmmaking, he goes, this thing that we do, or anything that's sort of crazy and not quote unquote normal. He's like, this thing that we do is, it's a, it's, it's crazy and it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And there's no reason why we should want to do this. But the key to, what do you say? The key to, to doing something like this, you have to believe for everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to believe for yourself and everybody around you because nobody does in the beginning. And then you get lucky and you find that one person that's going to believe with you. And now you can take that belief and divide it by two amongst yourselves. And you keep going down this path. And then one day you might turn around and there's a whole congregation behind you. And sometimes you've realized you might have built a cathedral and sometimes you might have just built a chapel. But he said... The people who tell you to do it wrong have never built a church or mm-hmm. something like that. And the idea is that you just kind of keep doing it and you have to be consistent and you have to believe more than anybody else is going to believe because that's your job. And that's what I've done. Uh, I've been very, very blessed to have really great men and women to help share the load. Uh, Billy Whitehouse has been there from the very, very beginning. Even in my career as a filmmaker, he's been there from the very, very beginning. And 
we're sitting in his office pretty much now oh. here in, in Birmingham. And he served on the board. He's one of the uh, original board members, and he's still with us. That sounds bad. Like, everybody's not. Uh, <laughs> everybody's still alive. <laughs> Are you Just, sure? A lot of people got busy. Um, but Billy's still here, and uh, he helps me, you know, run the whole thing, along with uh, Corey Milton, who you know. Hi, Corey. Yeah, yes. hi, Corey. And a lot of people out there will know Corey from the community. Uh, he helps run the community events. And then uh, Nicole Estep uh, is the vice president. Yeah. Sort of space there. Uh, <laughs> is the vice president. And the four of us right now make up the board. And then we have a great crew behind us that uh, help us do all the things that we do throughout the year. Very so nice. I'm very blessed to have a, a really good, solid crew to sort of execute the crazy ideas that i come up with and in november we're going to be announcing a new one so oh oh that's exciting yes. so yeah always kind of new things going on in the world of the royal star I, I can say it has to do about funding films yeah which is great which so. you know the the mixers do uh assist in kind of you know helping with a lot of filmmakers come out to those yep. and, and meet up with people that have like interest and talk yep. about their projects, maybe meet a producer, maybe meet a director if they're an actor, uh, find what people who do the sound and whatever. It's all there. But I wanted for a while to do a very, a more direct, how do I say this without giving it away, a more direct program for the institute that helps fund films okay so that'll hopefully be announced in november and november is a big one for us it's the last one of the year mm -hmm. also we're one of the three places that the film office comes down to to hold their town hall so the film mixer will start i think an hour early next next month in november because we're going to do a town hall and a meet and greet with the people and the government that are dealing with film and film festivals. And it's a great thing. If you're part of this community, you want to be able to, to hear what's going on and speak up because we are a community and this is how we're heard. So when did this whole thing start like really picking up? What do you mean like picking up? Which one? Like more, pe programs. more people got involved in like the Royal Star Arts Institute and then making the transition to like the film festivals and all the stuff like that. Like well, when did that all pick up? So the film festival came first. Oh, yeah. So the idea originally was do a film festival. That was everybody else's idea. My idea was a little bit different because I'm that's a little bit different. <laughs> um, but I knew that the festival was always going to be our cornerstone as far as how we reach out to the non-filmmaking community. How do we say we're still here? We're making art for you guys. Come look at it. Right. Uh, and that was that always had to be the big cornerstone in the beginning because that's what attracts money in the in the beginning. And we're a nonprofit institute; we still got to find money like everybody else. So we we have not we don't really have much to sell. Mm -hmm. so that was our thing to sell. Um, <laughs> yep. After I became president, one of these programs that I've always wanted to do was a mixer. I don't think I called it a mixer. I don't know what I called it. I might have called it a mixer. I don't know. Maybe called the Corey, mixer. Yeah, we've came up with the. We had done something similar, but it not to the in depthness of what Corey has created with the tables and the the photographer, the headshot photographer there. And I, I think that was all really important in creating the pillars of what became our our filmmaking community here in the Metro Detroit area. That being said, the film festival was awesome. It picked up. 
like we didn't know how many was going to people was going to show up at the first one, the film first year film festival. And uh, to be completely honest, there was uh, me and another gentleman by the name of Shane Sivo, which is one of the original board members. And we're, they would always ask the two of us, we're the two youngest guys on the board and the rest is usually older white guys. Um, and they would ask the two of us because we had done film festivals for a while going back into Detroit. And um, we were a really big part of the community there, even during the incentive days. And they're like, how many people are going to show up? Like, you know, a thousand. Like, if a thousand people show up, that's going to be awesome. And then they would, we would wait a couple months as we get closer to the, the festival that first year. They're like, how many people are going to show up? You know, 750, 500. You know, if 200 people show up, we're doing good. Yeah. Um, that first year we had over a thousand people show up and it was crazy because then we realized the film industry didn't go anywhere. Just the excitement did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from that point forward, I started to try to figure out how to like bottle that every month. Um, and I, you know, I go over through my head and it's like, okay, what should we do? And, uh, when Corey came on board after I became president, the, the community was the number one thing that was on my mind. And. Uh, what he's done with it is far beyond what I even thought up of. And I think it's great. And I continue to want to do crazy new things with that. You should. Um, so I'm really excited about the Halloween one coming up next mm -hmm. next week on Tuesday because we're going to have a lot of tables there, mm -hmm. a lot of special effects and makeup artists. Hopefully I see a lot of you guys in costume. So we'll see. Uh, I think we're going to be giving away prizes for best costume. I, we have, I, have, I have to talk to Corey about that. I hope so. That would be very I'm cool. I'm showing up then in the costume. I'm <laughs> yeah. bringing my whole like screen accurate Michael Myers get up. There you go. He does. Yeah, he has. I'm a costume. That's great. Um. So that's that's where we've gone so far, and I'm been doing uh, meetings recently to see where we're going next year, and I'm excited about that too. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys have a lot of cool stuff coming up, and you know, uh, I was going to say the cool thing is that despite this being a Michigan product. You know, which is cool too, because there's there's, uh, I think a big film festival up in Traverse City, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, down Traverse down City. here, you know, there's like little festivals here and there, yeah. kind of out of Detroit. But this was kind of like a big one. Now you guys have actually gone like international. Yeah, uh, I know that you had a, a feature playing at this year's film festival from South Africa, which yeah, is awesome. They That's won crazy. too. Yeah, they did win. Uh, they were supposed to come, but uh, unfortunately, some bad stuff happened right before the festival. Uh, about some of the uh, the bad news that's happened over there mm. with people getting killed and they oh, had yeah. to cancel their trip, unfortunately. Yeah. But I was excited to meet them. But yeah, congratulations yeah. to to them. It's a crazy world. Things happen. But, you know, the point still remains that, you know, it's very cool that we have not only Michigan filmmakers at this thing, but, you know, even at the mixers, people come from Oh, way I, out there in like Alaska. different states. Yeah. That's, that's, people's ask me, what's the farthest you've heard somebody come to the mixer? And that's Alaska. Mm -hmm. And I became really good friends with her and we still talk. Um, she saw, she's a, she works in TV. She's one of the producers for Deadliest Catch. Oh. Uh, oh and she came in to check out our, she's like, this Old is, carp. she oh, was nice. really impressed with what we did. Uh, we became really good friends and we still text all the time when she's right. in town. Uh, but yeah, she's really cool. And she's like, yeah, this is really impressive. I mean, thanks. Yeah. So we last was I think the farthest. I mean, obviously we have had the California, the Atlanta, the Florida. Mm -hmm. Those people have come in for the mixers, but uh, Alaska. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then that's I get sick. the film festival last year. We had people. Well, even this year we had people from all over the world. But last year we had even more international people fly in 
uh, one of those from Japan, and his film won audience choice. It was called Stay. So, oh, yeah, yeah uh, I've always wanted to do an international film festival. Uh, that's where I started was the International Film Festival circuit with the DWIF, the Detroit Windsor International Film Festival. So that's what I know. Um, so, yeah, why not play on the world stage? Yeah. Go big or go home. For oh, sure. Yeah. And, I mean, this also is going to be your very first ever Halloween party. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Usually we have the film festival in October, Mm -hmm. but we've moved it up to September because weather and uh, a couple other things. But uh, I'm excited to finally do some October programming. And then going into November, we'll have some November programming for the mixers and the town hall. Um, So I'm excited to see what we do with these extra two months in our year. Because usually our year ends right after the festival, Mm -hmm. but not this time. Isn't it crazy? It was like fate. You just started getting into horror movies and then your first like, Halloween like party and mm-hmm. uh, I think yeah I think there's reasons why things happen I guess I'm I'm yeah, I like to believe that and hey maybe the funding you know you yeah. sell a few houses maybe <laughs> maybe yeah. so if anybody yeah. wants to buy a house or sell a house let me know It'll, if you're on the market <laughs> you go anywhere else I will find you <laughs> there you go <laughs> so I mean I think it's really cool hopefully we're expecting a lot of people to show up for that but you know horror hearkening back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. Uh, is definitely a genre that you can get into if you know you have that passion for it or if you find those kind of movies fun or whatever and being a filmmaker too it allows for a lot of creativity so i think that this could be a really successful mixer just because you know it's a lot horror is kind of the emphasis here we've got all the makeup artists we had the competitions coming through i think horror is as a filmmaker's perspective and i've said this since i don't know film school is a great place for a filmmaker to start mm-hmm. there is not much you need to make a horror film you have right. to understand the beats you have to understand the genre and then you're ne- going to need a lot of Cairo syrup and red dye uh but like the things you can do with horror you don't need a special effects budget that's huge you, you know you can do a lot of this stuff with common things uh even in film school they brought in i think robert romero's um makeup artist or george, actually george romero what george romero yeah what's the first who made the first zombie movie george, george romero. romero maybe it was him <laughs> I, I think i'm I know still under the, i'm still under no yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah he came in and taught us how to do a lot of this stuff with just common like implements oh wow buttons fishing line some spirit gum was mm. probably the most advanced thing yep. you could buy at a costume shop. <laughs> and uh, blood pills. He taught us how to make blood mm. pills. Very and he's like, this is what we did. Like, if you look closely, we didn't remove some of the lines in the film. Like, you can see the the fishing line as they pull blood shots out, you know. Yeah. And it's cool. And you can, you can do that as a filmmaker. You don't have to wait for, like, you know, a compositing budget. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. Learn how to be practical. And... This goes into all film. Like, if you can do it practical, I think that's awesome. And a practical, if for the non-filmmakers, means you're not doing it digital. You're not doing it in 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 editing. Mm -hmm. You're completely doing that as something that can be touched and felt and heard right there in real life as you're filming it. Best way to do it. Uh, Lighting, practical lighting is awesome. Also, so you know what was one of the spotless mind was uh, did a lot of practical lighting okay um there's this movie called equilibrium that came out at the same time in the matrix 
with I think Christian Bale. Yes. And that's a lot of practical lighting. And a lot of those moves were done with somebody flashing on and off lights. So it looks like he's moving faster than he actually is. Okay. That's sick. And if you study the practical lighting and the equilibrium, it's just mind blowing what they did um, to make a very compelling movie at the time where um, the matrix was doing this amazing stuff with digital stuff to tell a story at the same time, these guys were doing with equilibrium almost the same thing, but just absolutely in camera, which I think that is an amazing art form that I don't ever want to see lost. Mm -hmm. Feels so much more real with practical. Oh, it's just it's just cool, I, and I like the big budget composite. I, I, I'm not against that, but I like the struggle of trying to figure out how to do it without. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something about saying I'm going to live inside this box for a little bit. And I'm going to yeah. figure out how to make a film inside this box. And I think horror film does that for somebody. So if you're not in a horror film genre, and, I'm, and I wasn't in the beginning, even in film school, I, I tried to avoid it. Um, and my class even made a horror film uh, for the 48 mm -hmm. back in the day. And they won actually nationals. And it was a right. musical zombie film. Oh, that's sick. Um, and it's cool. out there somewhere. It's, it's pretty cool. Check it out. Like, find something that you're going to like. If you're like story, find a like find a Stephen King. Like the It was really well done. Mm. I like the new one, and we can argue all day and night about it. But I like the new one. Um, I did too, yeah. Or if you really like the the effects, you can find. I don't know what the good effects are out there. I would say a, a Romero film. Um, yeah, Carpenter. If you like something goofy, thing. check out our homeboy right here from uh, Michigan, who did Evil Dead. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. You Ted know, there, there's something out Not there. And he Raimi. did that on practically nothing also. Like, that's just yeah. him and his friends in the woods with some oh, $2,000 budget, and, something like that. Yeah. yeah very low budget. And yeah. I, this is the way to start where you can make something really good. Mm -hmm. So, horror films is, a, is, an, is an interesting place to start for a filmmaker. And uh, I, I would encourage it. Yeah, I think, you know, even if some people kind of go into shooting a horror film as, oh, you know, it's at least going to be cheap and we can film it quickly yes that's true but you know that's how you get all those shitty horror movies that make nobody likes horror films. but you yeah make you, you got to start somewhere make shitty horror films and, and then watch your films and show to them to people who are going to critique you mm -hmm. and then make better shitty horror films yeah. that's what i was going to say a lot of people nowadays like especially on instagram and we try to talk with all these movie makers it seems like you can't really critique anyone even no critique that's the number crazy. one thing everyone's like so like touchy-feely it's like bro why wouldn't you want to improve upon yourself if yeah. someone says like i can tell you have bad posture by the way your voice sounds on the podcast but, oh yeah. shit i'm gonna sit up straight that's it there you go yeah uh cory and i both agreed even when we were back in our podcast days that we we're going to be very honest with each other and i have i tend not to have a filter especially with cory um and, and i think that's just made us better and i think cory is a great editor now yeah I've seen what he's been able to do, and he's worked with you guys. He's worked mm -hmm. with me, and I'm like, oh, wow. He's completely surpassed me in editing, and I went to school for this shit, guys. And It's just learning and being passionate about it mm -hmm. and then doing it over and over and over again until you're great. So, um, yeah, just just make make films. Make shitty films. Make I good agree. films. Make shitty films. I don't care. Just make films and show them. It's inviting, but you do have to be passionate about it to really get something off the ground yeah, absolutely and you know i, I just want to touch briefly on uh the special guests that are going to be at the halloween party they're going to be kind of promoting yeah tell me who they sort are of stuff i <laughs> uh, i will do and uh sam if you have it up you can definitely uh tell us as well but we've got several uh special effects makeup artists that are going to be coming out to this 
which we normally have, I think, like one or two, but there's going to be a bunch this time. Uh, Keith Facek. Keith is awesome. I don't we know go him, way back. but so he's got good work here. Him and he did an episode of our old podcast called The Rack Show. Mm. And Conrad and I did an episode where we did special effects makeup. And this is, once again, before I liked horror films. Mm. And they're like, well, you're going to be in the chair. Um, and we're going to put stuff on you. And they made me into a zombie. It took them like 15, oh. 20 minutes. Conrad did an hour. And they did a full prosthetic on him. Nice. And uh, it freaked me out. Like, I didn't know what they were doing. They kept me away from him the whole show. And then he comes around the corner and scares the shit out of me <laughs> with this prosthetic demon face. <laughs> uh, Keith's great. Keith is a great guy. Nice. Uh, so Keith is going to be there. And uh, next up is Brandy Jean, who I work with Brandy She's pretty awesome. frequently she in Clean Slate. Yep. She's a great special effects makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And uh, she will be there as well. We've worked on numerous projects together. Um, so she's she's awesome. Hi, Brandy. Can't say enough good things about her. No, not at all. <laughs> so then next up for the special effects makeup artist, we have Angela Beach. I worked with Angela as well on one short. She did also a zombie makeup, actually. I think I've worked with her. She does good work. I think it's I've worked with her. Definitely good work. I think my last project was, was, was with her. Okay. I'm going to have to ask Corey. Yeah. I think she just recently did something on a commercial, so that's cool. The next one is, I can't pronounce that last name. I think uh, Nicole Deal. Is it Deal? I don't know. It's like Nicole Deal. Yep. Uh, Nicole, I, I don't really know her. I think I have her added on my Facebook. but Oh, um, I don't, met her. I don't cool. know her. Um, but she will be there as well. Usually people, part of film crews are pretty cool in general. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Maskill will also be there. Hi, Sammy. We've worked uh, on a few things, I think, together. Very nice person and very talented. That top right one. Is makeup artist. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. We're looking at uh, some of the advertising Corey's made up. I think Corey made it's, it up. Yeah. Or, that's pretty cool. If you check out the Royal Star Arts Institute page or the Filmmaker on Mixer Facebook. page... The event page, they're on there. Um, and then I believe there's maybe one more. Uh, forgive me if not. Uh, Why is there babies on our page? <laughs> otherwise, otherwise uh, this is not your page. Otherwise, <laughs> um, forgive me. But uh, those are the makeup artists. And then we also have some competitions coming yeah, through. What is this? I was, this is what this is very cool. Notes. What is Horror Film Roulette? So Horror Film Roulette will be there. They are a film competition specifically for horror you go, you spin this giant circle, and that's your genre. So you have to create a short film based on that. Yeah, it's like two weeks long, but uh, I think they did that Wednesday night. That was last night, wasn't it? Uh, the horror film roulette? Yeah. Well, they're going to be here at the mixer, but uh, I'm not sure. I Maybe? Yeah, because our people went out to the assigning. Oh, oh shit. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, ha I don't... So they might just be presenting them on the 8th, or what's going I, on? Well... No, um, they, might they have be two weeks to promoting. make their films. Ah. And then I think what they're promoting is the festival that happens at the end of it where they show all the films and pick a winner. Okay. Eric Steele's awesome. And yeah. when Eric Steele does an event, I would suggest anybody go to it. He's with the studio up, I believe it's still in Utica. Uh, great place. Great guy. Does good work. Um, I'm looking forward to see what he comes up with this mm. year. But great event. It's been going on for, I don't know. More than longer than the film festival, I believe. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. I competed um, in it in one year, so yeah, it's it's a cool uh, it's a cool event. What did you sure. do? Uh, we had, um, oh god, I think it was a slasher. 
Oh, but nice. we did like a paranormal type slasher thing with like ghosts and it was cool. Last year, were you there last year? No, I don't think last year. I think last it was 2017. Year, there was a meta one and I oh. wish I was there. Oh, shit. Like, those are the best, honestly. The mm. meta one was so how the format goes is at the beginning of October, they spin the wheel and they figure out what each team figures out what they're going to do. Well, they started filming at that as part of the movie and they spins and it's about these two weeks where he's making this film and he just disintegrates into insanity. And then it culminates when they're watching his film. And then I guess what happened was the guy in the middle of his own film got up and started acting crazy. And then the rest of the crew starts acting crazy in the middle of the screen. Like it's all happening at the same time. And it was a very creative experience for everybody else who didn't know what was going on. Because you're watching this guy and it's like a docu-horror, but it's also now happening to you while you're watching his film. That's sick. So it was pretty, I'm like, oh, that's pretty creative. And I, I don't I don't know all the particulars about it, but I think it was Corey that was telling me about it. I'm like, oh, that would Let me get some uh, info on that. that if you find out. All right. Yeah. There's no, video so cool. out there of last year's spinning and everything. He's just acting out and acting weird you know that kind of sounds familiar and i, I might know what you're talking about. it may have been in my year actually was it your year possibly yeah okay. it might have been. uh but either way horror film roulette will be there air seal is a cool guy super and, cool uh we also have the 48 hour film project but it's going to be the horror edition so it's just all horror did you participate in that too so uh my crew you did, participated yeah. in the regular one not the horror one okay but uh yeah we won second place at the regular one like a couple years ago but um the the horror uh 48 hour film project actually just came back jennifer getner who um we did interview for the show uh previously uh she is the detroit producer and she's heading it up and she recently brought it back uh for the first time i think like last year cool so yeah it's- they're going to cool, be there. I haven't attended it yet, but um, I hear good things. She does a great 48-hour film festival during mm-hmm. the summer yeah. that we partner with um, with the mixers. So I was going to say, the crazy shit I can come up with in 48 <laughs> hours, you don't want to know. Yeah. I do, and you should go make a film. You now. should. No, it's going to be like seri- like straight-up exploitation movie. Like There you go. Like really dark. like Stuff that if, if you did any drugs and then watched this movie... You'd have to like step outside and like take like a hundred deep breaths so you realize I'm, I'm you're not going it. fucking crazy. Do it. I, that would be awesome. Make that actually. film. Yeah. We should do it. You should. <laughs> so yeah, guys, uh, oh if you're God. if you're interested in that uh, event, you can actually participate. Uh, so come to the mixer if you're uh, in you know Southeast Michigan. Here you can talk to Jen and get more info on it, or you can also just go to like the site and check out more info on it, of course. But um yeah they're gonna be there it's pretty awesome and let me let me tell you guys it's it's not easy to make a movie in 48 hours but i believe you it's it's a it's a fucking exhilarating experience don't work that week give me two hours yeah. i'll write a whole fucking story and then don't probably work the two don't work days. one of those days yeah don't do, work don't work that whole week we could do some shit like a tales from the crypt episode ish yeah that would be cool yeah with like i want to know what's in like your brain mascot. you don't <laughs> yeah no absolutely <laughs> It involves like it's, a man eating peanut butter out of his own belly button in his like dining room, screaming at himself because he's. Going I think crazy. you should make that. And he cooks a baby in the oven and eats it with a spoon oh, in front okay. of everyone. You'd be like, "Yes, what? you should make the that. Fuck? Just don't use a real baby." Oh, anyway, of course not. Of course not. We'll not get a cannibal holocaust. Unless it's like a sheep baby. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> just sheep. A sheep. Baby. Maybe a puppy. 
Oh man, <laughs> that's oh, no. I wouldn't do that. I fucking love that's dogs. horrible. <laughs> a pup. Uh, no, but um, yeah, the, the forty-eight will be at this mixer, guys. Um, and you may have one in your own city as well. So that's what that's what's cool about this is you know we have these Michigan-based people coming through and these Michigan-based things, but um, this is like an international thing. Yeah. You know, you can come to this whenever you want. You can kind of set up your own thing. It's very cool. It's a great experience. If you are here in Michigan, come check it out October 8th. And what time is it at? Uh, seven. What are we talking about our mixer? Seven yes. o'clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock goes till 10 o'clock. It's over at Fifth Avenue, which everybody should know is a new location. Uh, there's going to be pool tables there. It's one of the cool things that we'll be adding. And I think we're going to have some like what somebody said, normie board games. Like, what the fuck uh, is that? Like Monopoly? Uh, I think like the Fifth. Jenga. Okay. And huh. I think somebody might be bringing Uno just okay. because it's just a big venue. We can do that kind of stuff now. So that Friday night, white people drinking wine type like yeah, why setting. Not? I was going to say, if they bring Monopoly, you better know how to throw hands because that's yeah. what's going to happen if we play Monopoly. Together. Fuck with me and sorry. You know, <laughs> or anything. Sorry, I yeah, fucking love Uno. I will fucking <laughs> shit everywhere on everyone. <laughs> play a lot of Uno. So um, that's pretty much, I think, it about the mixer. There's going to be costumes. So bring a costume. It's going to be a cool event. Really um, are you yeah. going? I'm going to be there. Both of you are going, yeah. right? It's my job to be there. <laughs> it's his job, and Clean Slate is a video sponsor of yeah. the uh, mixers, so I'm kind of obligated to come, but I will come I'm just anyway. going to show up in a costume, and I'm not going to tell you if I'm there or not. I'm probably, I'm probably going to know it's you if I just see Michael Myers. It might not be Michael. <laughs> what if I'm just a giant faceless ham sandwich? And I've been trying to talk to Corey and be. the rest of our crew into doing a group costume. Actually, uh, Glory, who we both worked with, mm-hmm. has pitched an idea that we should go as the characters from Up, me being oh, shit. the kid from Up, which is uh, a oh. popular request. Who's going to be Corey, Doug? Corey should be the old dude. Yeah, I think Gloria should be the Doug. I think okay. Gloria should be the dog, but... She he she she thinks me and Corey would be the the power couple as being the old guy and the little kid. I can see that. I can see. I'm that. like, I'll do it if everybody else dresses up, but somebody has to find my costume. Or so. Barnabas here can dress up as Jason, and I'll dress up as like one of the female counselors. But I'm gonna keep my beard on. I'm just gonna run. Around. Oh no! All right. So Jason, Jason in space. What did you think of it? Oh, I have to know. Fuck? We could we could do a whole thing about that, but I will say it was fun. My favorite. It wasn't good, but it was fun. It I, was fun. I I didn't watch most of the movie. My favorite part in Jason in space, and I've watched it a hundred times, <laughs> is the sleeping bag scene. Oh my god, it's the best. That is my fa- like I I because I played it in college a couple times because mm-hmm. I had to play movies. That was one of my the jobs that I had. And uh, so for Halloween, we played a lot of Jason in Space 13. Or I think it was 13, right? 10. 10? Yeah. Look at 10. you guys. Know your stuff. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to call it Jason I in Space. I saw that. I'm just like, I didn't know it was supposed to be a funny movie. Like, mm-hmm. I thought Jason was like true. I didn't know it was like Basically, supposed to be funny. Uh, the first one that really started like really being funny was really like, I, I want to well, say part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan. When yeah, he walks really? by the thugs, he kicks their boombox, and they're like, "Hey, man!" The, the rest, and then had... he turns around and lifts his mask up, and they're like, "It's cool, man." The rest of it's like really dark and just really bloody. Well, the rest had those like you know doofus like characters in them here yeah, and there, yeah. but the tone of the movie overall wasn't particularly comedic. Okay. Um. Until yeah, I would say about about that right. movie. Did they just much. get funny after that? Kind of. Kind yeah. Of. Jason goes mm-hmm. to hell was wild. Jason takes like someone eats his heart, and he starts jumping from body to bar- body. Yeah. And then then. Jason, he has a boxing match with one Jason, guy on a rooftop. And Jason X, you know, Manhattan. the one in space. 
and then that one was fucking wild yeah. and then freddy versus jason was just funny all around that one's definitely a horror comedy but the remake was fucking serious yeah really? what about the halloween was... movies are they actually scary yeah uh, besides uh, that's michael myers now right yeah yes halloween resurrection uh buster rhymes is in that and they're filming like a mockumentary and buster rhymes like sp- spinning round kicks michael out of a window so i would skip that one if i were you just don't watch <laughs> resurrection okay yeah and then in halloween one and two the remake He's part of like a hillbilly family and you find out his backstory that he got, he's a killer because he got bullied, which was not the original backstory. It, it really changed in the modern era, but the original franchises, as you kind of get deeper into them, most of them, uh, you know, they kind of get funnier because the character is already so established, you know, and then to Doing keep the audience, else, yeah. they just, you know, make it funny. Doing but, something else with it. Yeah. But sense. I mean, we could talk about that stuff all day. Certainly come to the mixer guys. Uh, come Ask to me about films at the, the film festival. Yeah, I, what kind just, of? Fil- if you see me, I'm a I'm a heavy, fat, brown Filipino dude. I'm the president. I'll be wearing a royal star shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, just ask anybody who Luke Castle is, and they'll point you towards me. Uh, tell me what your favorite movie is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm completely approachable. You can ask me anything. Uh, I just want to meet everybody out there. So, uh, yeah, come to the mixer. Yeah. Tell me. Let's talk films. I could do that obviously all day long. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Sort of what I do. Um, but yeah, October 8th, 7 o'clock. It is in Royal Oak at Fifth Avenue, which coincidentally, I believe, is on Fifth Avenue also. I believe so. Um, we're going to be upstairs. If you could, please register. There, What we're doing, because we need to get numbers for the state of Michigan who helps fund all this, is we need to know how many people are coming to these things. So please register ahead of time. You'll be a little bit faster in line, hopefully. Um, but yeah. I can't wait to see you guys there. Hell yeah. Awesome. And we'll hopefully be there as well. And so you can you can meet us uh, too if you come to the mixer. Uh finally Luke, where can people find more information if they desire it for either the mixer or just for Royal Star? Well, first off, you can go and follow us and get active updates on our Facebook page, which is Royal Star Arts Institute. It's right there on Facebook. I'm sure y'all have it. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram account, which is Royal Star with two R's, FF. Um, we're on there. And then you can always go to our webpage, which is Royal Star with two R's dot ORG. Uh, all of the stars have two R's. Yes, somebody's name. Yeah. So go do all of that, guys. And then for us here at Grave Discussions, uh, we have some social medias as well including uh, Facebook and Instagram at Grave Discussions and Twitter at Grave Disc SRD. And we have a website, gravediscussions.net. We've been posting a bunch of articles on there recently. Go check uh, out our most recent Creep Show one and the 31 Graves of Halloween, where we made up our lists. Yes, and if you're a fan of physical media and would like to join me in real time as I blow through my list, you can follow me at shapeofhorror78 on Instagram, where I post most of my movies i have over like 1100 i'm not going to post all of them but wow yeah yeah we're we're collectors you guys gotta start selling these t-shirts with this logo that you guys we have. do that we logo do is to, yeah. sweet yeah yeah check out our merch shop soon <laughs> sweet it came out honestly no it's very cool who designed that uh this was actually created v glitchka by von glitchka yep who um you can follow him i think v glitchka uh at on twitter is he a local uh, he's not a local, but he's a pretty uh, successful graphic I designer. Do it. Uh, so I've I've seen his videos on this uh, educational site called Linda. Mm-hmm. He's like an instructor. Oh yeah, he does uh, Adobe it. Illustrator primarily. Spot up by LinkedIn. Yeah, 
So um, I watched some of his videos and I just kind of reached out to him when I was like, yeah, we need a, a cool logo. And he did it. So that's cool. Yeah, it's, he's, he's awesome. Props guy. to him, man. Very talented. So yeah, Luke, thank you. Thank for you. Coming out. You're awesome as well. Thanks. We appreciate awesome having too, you Bart. on this. Thanks. And you are awesome as well. You're Sam. awesome too. I just Thanks, bro. Bro. like, I'm just like, <laughs> so, what, what, how, how do you say your name? Well, my name is Samael. Samael. Yep. Okay. That's what the Jews call the devil. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my moniker. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, okay, so Samael. Yes. I can also right. go by Lord of Darkness. Lord of Darkness. <laughs> Belial. That's my cousin also. Beelzebub. So Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And One true God. We are Grave <laughs> Discussions. Thank you again, Luke. Thank you for having me on. Go check out uh, all that stuff, guys, and come to the mixer if you can. I think that's going to wrap it up here for episode 78. And if you come to the mixer, I'll follow you around as Michael Myers for free. And tune in <laughs> next week where we throw apples at orphans. On sounds like a deal to me. Discussions. <laughs> <laughs> we never do any of this stuff. This has been an SRD production.